Hello, dear listener, and thank you for joining us for episode 16 of Basement Gaming. My name is Herb, and I'm joined by my dear cousin Brigham, who will be joining us shortly. This week, we have some more next-generation console talk, as I am really excited about the PlayStation 5 showcase and drama with pre-orders. If you would like to join in on the conversation, please feel free to reach out to us with topic ideas and questions at BasementGaming9 on Twitter. And with that out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. Brigham, 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 Brigham. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are indeed. So I'm going to start us off by saying, I think it's really funny that let's say a couple of months ago when we first started this podcast and we were both saying that we're probably not going to get next generation consoles. <laughs> and here we are, September. I will be the first one, first one to say that the train is rolling and I couldn't resist getting on it. And now the hype train is going at full speed and I can't get off. Righam. <laughs> I'm so freaking oh, excited for some next generation gaming. And yeah, PlayStation came out on the 16th with their showcase and they showed us some new games, some new gameplay trailers. And the most important thing we've been waiting for for all this time is they came out with their prices and the release date. Brigham, what did you see at the showcase? Wow. Well, I, I will add, I am also on that hype train. I may not be on the, I, I kind of am on the PlayStation hype train. And I'll, I'll actually talk a bit about why I am. So PlayStation... You know, well, first of all, we, you know, we had we had the Xbox news the week before. We talked about that in the last podcast. Very exciting stuff with the Xbox Series S and the prices and things like that. So the ball is in Sony's court, and we're all waiting to see what Sony's going to, to deliver. And boy, they really did bring their A game. I mean, they, they brought what everyone knew they were going to bring, which were great freaking looking games, you know. And seeing Demon's Souls, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I know is a big game. Seeing Horizon Zero Dawn. Seeing that little sneak preview of God of War at the end of the showcase. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was just like a great reminder that, you know, PlayStation really is like nobody touches PlayStation when it comes to great first party exclusives. I'll even say even Nintendo, even though I love Nintendo games, I don't think anybody can bring the triple A story driven, great gameplay kind of games that Sony has. And they really just, you know. <laughs> That's all they really did. It was, it was, it was basically like, like a YouTube trailer after YouTube trailer of like games, but it was great. And it was, and, and I was very hyped up after seeing those games. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go through our, our favorite games for sure um, throughout this podcast. But let's, uh, okay, so I guess let's start with the big things, right? So the big thing is the PS5 is releasing November 12th this year, 2020. And it will be for the digital version, it will be, Correct me if I'm wrong. Three ninety nine, yeah, for the digital only, and four ninety nine for the version with the optical drive. So, I believe we were very either very close to right or exactly right on our prediction. I think we were saying it was going to be four ninety nine, three fifty or something. Is that what we said? Or four ninety nine, four fifty? We said four ninety nine, four fifty. Yeah, I think it was four ninety nine, four fifty ultimately. But yeah. I mean. I think we also did throughout four ninety nine, three ninety nine at one point. So I'm just yeah, gonna yeah. go ahead and say like we we, <laughs> we had a 
if that wasn't our top guess, that was like our second. Yeah, guess, yeah, you know we I mean? were we were right there. We we bounced around from two ninety nine to five ninety nine. I was saying in the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> but we got to our prediction, and our prediction was pretty much right. And uh, I think a lot of people were were probably predicting around the same as we were because considering the prices that Xbox put out at four ninety nine and two ninety nine, it just made the most logical sense for them to be around the same price, especially for the more, the more expensive model for to not go too much more expensive or not more expensive at all than the Xbox. Cause yeah, they're, they're the direct competitor. So they they didn't want to make the mistake that I thought they were going to make of putting out a product that's more expensive than their direct competitor. Yeah. So yeah, that's, those are the two big things we really wanted to see from this conference. And we got them like we predicted. We got them super late. <laughs> it was the last things we saw in the conference but fortunately for us the rest of the conference was pretty entertaining too so what what was your like your reaction to the pricing and like the date were you surprised you you think it was right um i don't know if i was surprised i guess i was happy to see i really did enjoy the fact that the launch date was so close i mean usually the, the launch dates are pretty close within like you know a month of each other a few weeks of each other but this is literally two days after the Xbox release. Like this is gonna be a, that's gonna be a crazy week, dude, of like Xbox launching, then two days later PlayStation launching. If I'm if I'm correct, yeah. Luckily, they're not on like Black Friday or something because I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure the country would just explode. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, I know. And it's gonna be uh, interesting with with COVID and everything too. But so so there's that as well. So there's that, and then also seeing the price, I was happy to see just because I think it's really good for PlayStation. The three ninety nine is a perfect like upsell. Like we said before, it's a perfect upsell from the Series S. Someone who's locked in on getting a Series S will say, "Well, for a hundred more bucks, I can get the awesome four K PS five that has all these games that I can't play anybody anywhere else." So it's a good move. I do think, and this is me putting on my tinfoil hat here, but I, I do think that they originally wanted the PS five to be six hundred dollars. I, I think so too. Yeah, but then they saw that you know Xbox came out at five hundred, which is why and we'll talk about this later. But I think that's the reason why we didn't really get that much information about the price and launch date and things like that in the in the in the show. Like it was just like a it was like a slide at the end. You know what I mean? I think honestly, I think they had an entire thing all pre recorded except for just sticking the price and date on that last slide, <laughs> and they just waited. Until so until Xbox announced theirs because they were probably going between five hundred or six hundred. Like they probably could have sold it at five hundred, but they wanted to sell it at six hundred because they would, could have made a profit off it and things like that, right? Like I don't think like I feel like the the four hundred dollar box, the digital one, they're totally selling that at a huge loss. They, they yeah, have for to sure. be. I think you know? uh, I think this is Xbox's greatest ploy was to come out first with their price, knowing that they would have to force Sony's hand and making them downsell. They're more expensive box because, like, I'm get like you said, I'm guessing that the two they wanted to do five ninety nine, four ninety nine was probably what they really wanted to do, but mm-hmm. then with Xbox coming out of four ninety nine for their base of their main their main console, there's like we just can't we they can't take that risk, right? I was thinking maybe like I said I was saying last week maybe they're like confident or cocky enough to say that like our customers are comfortable enough and our customers are with us enough that they would pay the extra money for the console, which I mean, I'm, I'm definitely in that, but on that, in that boat. Right. But 
you know, when it comes, I think the more, the correct marketing call was to just match the price and then just eat the losses and just hope that you just sell so many units that somehow it evens out. Is that how math works? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that, especially right now with COVID going on and stuff. It's like, you know, people, a lot of people lost their job or furloughed or this or that. And so I think that it would have looked kind of bad to put out such an expensive, expensive device. And, and, and besides the optics as well, like, just the fact alone that I think cheaper consoles are going to be selling a lot more because there's a, there are a lot of people who aren't making as much money or even people who are making money, you know, they're not sure about the future. So they don't probably don't want to be spending a ton of money on, you know, uh, fancy devices right now. So having that lower tier uh, console for both PlayStation and Xbox is a good move. I think that the digital one, well, we do know the digital one was selling off the charts because nobody could get a digital pre-order seemed like I didn't see, I see I saw very few people trying or or who actually got a, a digital PS5 pre-order through yeah most people ended up just getting the the one with the the hard disk or 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 you know what I'm talking about with the blu-ray drive in it because right. that's what the only they can get and I think the same things same same thing is going to happen with the series s I think the series s is going to sell it way faster than the series x so. Yeah, that's definitely something I, a conversation I saw happening a lot online is that people were saying I think more people are going to need to settle with just paying more money for the four ninety nine, and because I don't think I don't think they made as many or they're going to make as many units that's digital only because like you said it's probably a huge loss for them to build and sell that at two at three ninety nine so mm-hmm. they're definitely going to want more people to buy the the one with the optical drive the Blu ray player I mean but. Yeah, I think I think it's fine. I was already whenever I was looking through the pre-orders, I was already telling myself, yeah, I'll probably have to just pay the four ninety nine. But before we move on to pre-orders, before we move on to the debauchery of the PS5 showcase, let's 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 stick to the positives here. Okay. Let's go with <laughs> um what was your the favorite game trailer you saw? Like what was your number one game you saw that you're just like, Oh, I'm super excited, I'm really hyped. What 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 was it? <laughs> You know, it's kind of funny because they didn't, there was zero gameplay in it. But honestly, that God of War trailer at the end, just saying <sighs> Ragnarok is coming. Dude, you read my mind, Brigham. Yeah, you that was hype. And, you know, we both had a feeling that, that was going to happen, that they're going to show some little teaser for for uh, God of War. But I think seeing that and then ultimately seeing the date, the date for that game being 2021. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? I still, right I still corner, don't believe man. it's coming out in 2021. If it does come out in 2021, this is like, I think I don't think it's going to be like a full-fledged sequel. I think it's going to be like a uh, Miles Morales level kind yeah. of game. Yeah, that's a good point. But it, it did look, I, I, that for sure got me super excited. And that was like, that. I think that was the, you know, cherry on top of me being reminded like, yeah, PlayStation, they have games on lock. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Dude, freaking, oh, I knew it instantly, man. Like, it went to dark, and you just you just hear the freaking little themes like do do do. Like, oh, I was like at work watching it on my like iPad. I was like, oh, it's happening! It's just like getting so excited. Yeah, God, I mean, God of War. Aside from Last of Us, was probably my favorite my favorite game of PS4. So, I I'm just super excited about it. Whenever and they just they showed us nothing. They just showed us a logo and gave us a name, but. I mean, like I said, the big thing it showed us was the data is coming out. And since people that have played God of War, which is a small spoiler here, like you don't get to explore the whole map in uh, in the previous God of War. It's like 
I think there's like two or three realms you're not even allowed to go to. So I think we're probably going to be getting like 80% the same game, essentially. Probably like 85 yeah. to 90% the same game. And then just like they're going to add those extra extra realms. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I'm personally, I'm totally fine with it. I would prefer that because that means that the game is going to be on PS4 as well, which that's something else I thought was kind yeah, of problem. interesting too. I don't know if we can talk about that later, um, but just the some of the extra news we heard after the show ended of of games and things like that. But I, you know, some people are upset that Miles Morales and games like that aren't like a full fledged sequel, but I think it's cool and I think it's a good direction to have the gaming industry go instead of having these like giant games that are like hundreds of hours that come out once every six years i'm totally fine with the smaller you know 10 15 hour games yeah exactly like we're still we're still gonna get a decent this decently sized video game right with the boss morales and if god of war ends up going in that same direction there's no there's nothing wrong with expanding on something that you have that's already great like the the base Spider-Man game and the base god of war games are both fantastic so just adding upon that, I don't really have a problem with that. It's, if the story you're adding to it is good enough, then I don't mind like a expansion style new game. As long as there's like enough story that I feel like I got my $60 worth. And I feel like maybe they might include, they'll include like new mechanics. They'll include like new moves. They'll include new items or something. There'll be, there'll be new stuff within the game. You're not going to just play the exact same thing with just DLC, you know? So mm-hmm. I think there's, there's things to look forward to with these new games that are just like expanding on the original IPs from the PS4 versions. So that was exciting. What was your, what would you say was, oh, we'll just do top three. Uh, we can't do top three because there aren't that many games. Let's do what was your second one. Let's do your second. Hmm. Well, man, I'm going to sound like very mainstream and obvious, but uh, the Miles Morales game looked really good too. And yeah. it was one of those things where it's like, you know, we kind of went in knowing it wasn't going to be a full sequel. So I was excited. But I wasn't that excited. But like seeing the gameplay and all the different abilities he has, seeing here, like, like the music was so good for that little gameplay trailer they were playing. Yeah, during, it, felt during like, combat. it felt like a combination of the music they were playing throughout. I don't know if you remember Black Panther, any of the soundtrack mm-hmm. Black Panther, like the Black yeah. Panther kind of fighting soundtrack slash like a little bit of uh maybe a little bit of spider-verse the movie maybe yeah i'll see that yeah but yeah you're right that was a a really good gameplay trailer Mm -hmm. um i would say i wouldn't say uh, the miles morales because i think my excitement for miles morales was already pretty high so seeing more of it wasn't really crazy for me i think for sure for me i think that was the biggest surprise slash excitement level was definitely the harry potter rpg Oh my gosh. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this. We talked about rumors from this for like like a, a few months ago. It must have been like one of our earlier episodes where we were talking about rumors coming out that there were that uh Harry Potter RPG was in the works. And here we are. The showcase starts and here it is. Harry Potter Legacy, uh an RPG set in the Harry Potter world where you get to create your own characters and go through like an adventure at Hogwarts was announced here and yeah, I was really, really excited. I was just like, man, I can't remember the last time I played a really good Harry Potter game that was like not just the main games that were just like based off the but uh, based off the movies. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And Avalanche is a great studio. They made Mad Max, 
um, which is a game that came out around the time. Uh, it's, it's been a few years now, but it was a really solid open world adventure game. And so I have complete confidence that this game at the, at the very least is going to be, you know, a good game and it has the potential of being amazing. And I love Harry Potter. and I love the Harry Potter universe. So I am totally playing this on day one. Like I cannot freaking wait. Yeah. 2021, dude. I, oh gosh. This next year. 2021 is going to be such a good year. Hopefully after this freak. <laughs> After this mess of a year we've had. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Can't, can't, <laughs> only only way up now. Yeah. The humanity needs a needs a bounce back bounce back For year. Real. But yeah, that was definitely my second one when I was just like really excited and stoked to see some gameplay of that. It wasn't really game I guess it wasn't really gameplay. It was more like it's like in between cinematic and gameplay, to be honest. But it was way more than I was expecting this early, considering we heard rumors about it a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Like those rumors saying that was just like it made it sound like they were just like in early development still, like still just thinking about the game, not even really making it. Yeah, and I also do want to say real quick, Final, Fan- Final Fantasy sixteen, that game looked really good. I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan, but I did like the feel that this Final Fantasy was kind of set more like a medieval style kind of world instead of the more futuristic ones that the le- that the later ones have had. Yeah. So I am very interested in playing it. And the fact that it's a console exclusive is a pretty big deal. You know, like this game's going to come out on PC as well, but it's not coming out on Xbox. So that's huge. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, I think that was it. I, yeah, I guess my honorable mention would have been my, uh, Spider-Man. Um, for anyone that's interested, they also showed some, like you said, some Demon Soul. Uh, all your, the Dark Souls fans might enjoy that like that 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 kind of play style and uh that was it i think there was like a cod a little bit of a cod also call of duty cold war yeah that game looked really cool like the story that set piece that they put in the demo looked awesome yeah so there's that but yeah for sure number one thing god of war 2021 ragnarok is coming I'm so excited. That's it for mm-hmm. sure. It's gonna. It's probably gonna be my favorite game of the year. I don't even. I don't even need to play anything else for him. <laughs> and I know God of War is gonna be amazing. See, now I have to ask you though. So they announced after the show that you know uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, and I think a couple other first uh, Sony first party games are also coming out on PS4 as well. Does that kind of like lessen the hype for you that these no. big games aren't gonna be on PS5 only? No, what? No, I don't, <laughs> I don't need if if someone can't get a PS5, I, I still want them to be able to enjoy the game. I'm not like some sort of purist. <laughs> so, OK, well, some people say it's just because it's like if it's on PS4 and they say, well, then they can't the game can't be like that. Like, yeah, it'll have better graphics and it'll load faster than PS5. But like the, the design of the game can't be, that, be different that different because but it has something... to run on PS4 as well. I feel like that's something we were everyone expects in the beginning of every generation. Like, this yeah. isn't new. Every anytime when the PS4 came out, there were still a couple of games that came out for PS3 in the beginning. Same thing with Xbox One, and every almost maybe most generations before that. It it's not something I was I was surprised by that most of these games we're talking about today are probably going to be able available on PS4. And that's not to say that it's not going to be better looking on PS5. Like you said, I, I I'm pretty confident that it will. Especially, I mean. I don't have 4K monitors, but I think even without that, I think it'll still be it'll still look better. So 
no, I don't. I don't think this should deter people from thinking these games would be great or would look great on the PS5. If you could get your hand on the PS5 to play these games, I would. I would definitely wait. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. If I can get myself a pre-order, then for sure I'm gonna just save myself. <laughs> I guess <laughs> for these games. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, yeah. I mean that makes that makes sense. It's just funny because I feel like Sony was definitely trying to push that you know their idea of consoles is they they believe in generations that's like what the the quote they said so people are kind of poking fun at fun at that quote now because like they suddenly believes in generations but they said they also said that they're going to be supporting the ps4 for the next two to three years but i think that's it's like this is how it is for every console cycle you know what i mean that transition period there's always some overlap so yeah and it also, makes sense to me we you would have a lot of faith in the developers to be able to make a game that's that that's already optimizing the potential of the unit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that never happens. Like like games that came out in PS3 are vastly different at the end of the PS3 cycle than the, than the beginning of the PS3 cycle. Same thing with PS4. Like the games evolve throughout the generation of the console. So totally. Yeah, this is this is only the beginning. Only the beginning. M- much better things to come, I I believe. Mm-hmm. So, so let's yeah. hear about your uh your your pre-order experience because i've been Dude. really interested in all that oh my goodness man so for those of you that don't know the conference happened on wednesday the 16th right so it happened at like three it was three o'clock my time when it was happening conference ends an hour later i complete they don't announce a pre-order date they don't announce anything of pre-order like information in any way, shape, or form. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, we'll hear about pre-orders at a later day or whatever. So I just kind of forget about it. And then you text me maybe like two or three hours later saying, hey, pre-orders are up. And (laughs) I just lose my freaking mind because I'm thinking to myself, if you're texting me this like two hours later, I've already missed it. And sure enough, you texted me like two seconds later. It's like, they're probably all gone by now. (laughs) And, And sure enough, I go on every retailer I can possibly think of, and they're all sold out. So I'm just like scouring the internet to see what people are talking about, and everyone is just pissed. It's just like, it's split down the middle. Everyone's either pissed off that they didn't hear about it or that they just kind of jumped out of nowhere, or everyone's just like elated that they had the foresight to think about checking for pre-orders right after uh, the conference ended. Because literally right after the conference ended, multiple retailers put up pre-orders to my knowledge, I'm thinking Sony wasn't planning for these retailers to put up these pre-orders this early until they said so. But I don't know. The Something was wrong with their contract or something because freaking Walmart, Target, and et cetera, et cetera, put up a bunch of pre-orders. And people got on and pre-ordered. But I was also seeing a bunch of horror stories of people like in the process of checking out, getting the PlayStation taken out of their cart or... <laughs> The oh the freaking order didn't go through or anything like that because it was a debacle. Like I don't think the pre-orders were supposed to go up that day. So later on that night, Sony comes out and says, uh, pre-orders are tomorrow, right? Again, they just say tomorrow. They don't say what time, they don't say what retailers, they say nothing. They just say tomorrow. So then the next day, I I mean, I can't freaking wake up at 2 a.m. or whatever to try to check for pre-orders. I have to I have to go to work that day. So then the next day comes up again. I check everything as soon as I wake up, and sure enough, no no major retailer has pre-orders. 
Um, I saw on Twitter some people were posting just like random websites, just like random tech websites that were selling some pre-orders. And then I checked all of those. They're all gone also. So yeah, the entire internet was pretty much a spin to both camps. It's like people pissed that they didn't get it and people were just like so happy that they drew a lucky card essentially. And it was just, it was a mess, man. This has definitely been the worst pre-order experience I've ever had in like in any form when it comes to video gaming. I don't know what, what do you think of this whole thing? Yeah, I mean, as someone from the outside looking in, it was kind of interesting. It did seem like the most, at the very least, the most chaotic pre-order experience I've ever, I've ever seen. Um, apparently what happened was that Walmart, um, right after the press conference, put out a tweet being like, why wait tomorrow when you can pre-order now? And they open up pre-orders. And then I guess once Walmart opened up their pre-orders, other companies were like, well, we have to open up our pre-orders too, or else or else Walmart's going to you know, sell sell everything, and then you know, we're, we're going to have all this extra stock. Uh, even though we all know that the consoles <laughs> are going to get sold out regardless, right? Right, yeah. Um, so I guess that's what happened. And the thing is, is that I don't think Sony will be able to punish Walmart because, you know, they're freaking Walmart. So it kind of sucks for Sony. Um, yeah, but, I don't think Sony's... Yeah. Sony can't do anything about it. They, all they can do no. is be like, we're sorry, essentially. And, and that's exactly what they did. They came out... I think today we just saw a tweet from Sony saying that they were sorry about all the confusion and that more pre-orders will be coming throughout the next coming months. And by the end of the year, there'll be more in stock and stuff. But once again, just no specifics. Just like no days, no times. And I think that's that's what's been really frustrating for me because I've always been able to get pre-orders for these consoles. And that's always been because they just gave us a heads up. Like for the PS4, I had a heads up and I pre-ordered on my lo- local Walmart and then I went and picked it up opening night or launch night and I got it like with no sweat. This was, it was an easy process. So I don't know. The fact that it just went so poorly this time, it just, just baffles me. It just feels like such a, such a slip up by Sony that I wouldn't expect from such a renowned company, I think. Yeah, and like I said, I really think it's because and this is my tinfoil hat, but I think it really is because they weren't ultimately they weren't planning for this whole announcement and everything to come this week until last week. You know what I mean? Like I think they were just waiting until Microsoft showed their stuff, and then they're like, okay, yeah, now we can show everything because even the showcase, as awesome as it was, there was so much information that was in the showcase. We didn't even know about pre-orders until after the showcase ended. They didn't announce anything about pre-orders during the showcase. It wasn't until Jeff Knightley, I think his name is, the guy who does the Game Awards. Um, he he is the person who tweeted it. He tweeted that there are going to be pre-orders out the next day and stuff like that. And so, I don't know. It, it does seem really weird. On the flip side, Microsoft's been kind of taking a victory lap. They put out a tweet during that same night of pre-orders being like, hey, uh, you can pre-order Xbox on September 22nd. Don't worry, you know, we're going to let you know ahead of time. Ha ha, you know, we get it. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not sure if that's any better. Because apparently, like, you know, people can use bots and stuff. Um, they can, you know, instantly pre-order these consoles. Like the situation that happened with the G- with the RTX 2080 recently. I don't know if you heard about that whole fiasco. Yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah, so the, so these RTX cards, they went up for pre-order at a certain time and were immediately all pre-ordered up by like a bunch of bots and stuff that were then posting it on eBay. 
Yeah. And I kind of worry that the same thing is going to happen with Xbox too. I'm wondering. Yeah. It, I mean, it could happen for Sony also. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, sorry. You like shopping. I was like, does anyone know how to make a pre-order bot? Cause I don't, I'm not trying to miss this again. I don't, <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's so stressful, but I mean, I've seen a lot of people discuss pre-orders and the nature of them. And a lot of people seem to think that the whole point of pre-orders is to just make up the money for production for the rest of the, the stock. So there's a good chance that like, even though pre-orders will sell out way before the actual launch day, that on launch day, there'll probably be a lot more available stock than just the pre-orders that, that went through. So yeah, there, there is hope there. And obviously Sony did confirm that they're going to try to get as many of them out by the end of the year. So even if we're going to in November, I'm, I'm fairly confident they'll be able to get it by December, hopefully. But mm-hmm. I mean, like we've said before, like I think I'm pretty patient in terms of like waiting to play the the exclusive games that are supposed to come out, and not obviously not all of them are supposed to come out on launch. I think only just isn't it just like Miles Morales that we've discussed? Um, also, coming out on launch? the uh, Demon Souls game is also a launch game. Okay, yeah, so it'll be okay. I think it'll be okay. Well, wish me luck. Because Tuesday's the day for me. <laughs> so we'll see how that works it's, out. I think it's supposed to be Tuesday. It's supposed to be Tuesday for Walmart also. Oh, really? This, for the this PS5? Coming Tuesday. Yeah, for the PS5. Okay. Yeah, so I'm probably going to be staying up late and being super tired at work the next day. Yeah, I'm, I'm debating whether or not to just show up at the store if I can pre-order it in person, if that's easier or not. But that's That's a good idea. I don't, is, is Walmart even open? Nothing's open that late, though, Brigham. <laughs> Well, I mean, like first thing in the morning on the next day, because I think Xbox pre-orders start at like seven or eight in the morning on the 22nd. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Well, everyone out there, if you got a PS5 pre-order, uh, congratulations, because <laughs> uh, we did not. <laughs> and uh, if you are hunting for one, then may the stars be in your favor, I guess. Mm-hmm. May the odds be in your favor. Yep. All right. I think that's all we got for uh, some PS5 next-gen talk. Alrighty then, I think that's all we have for today, Brigham. Uh, some good PS5 talk, some good next-gen talk. Hopefully the crowd is as excited as we are about PlayStation 5 coming out November 12th. Just to round the show out, we want to thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we had a bit of a shorter show just to make it a little bit easier for you guys to listen on your commutes and throughout your day and such. But as always, if you want to reach out to us for some topic ideas what you thought of the show, any criticisms and things, just reach out to us at basementgaming9 on Twitter. You can send us an email at basementgamingpod at gmail.com. Give us a review on iTunes. Give us a follow on your podcast platform of choice. And come back next time. Please let your friends know. Tell your friends, tell your wives, tell your kids, and come back next time. See ya. See ya.